Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Hey everybody, hope everyone's doing well today. We want to start a new podcast series called Dealing with 2020, the year of course, and we should have probably started this several months ago, but uh, there's a lot of challenges this year has presented to us and uh, it's something we want to think about for the next several weeks is how to deal with 2020 and And today I want to talk about one of the biggest struggles that every Christian and every person in the world is facing right now. I don't know how you would define the year 2020, if it would be the coronavirus or racial injustice or the upcoming election or the forest fires or whatever else you might add on to that. But there's been a lot of things that we've been dealing with in this year, and I'm sure your own personal things would be in that list as well. But there's one big thing that everything is impacting and everything is being impacted by, and that's the thing we want to look at today. And And the thing we want to look at today has a lot of scripture um, that is used to speak against this, and we want to help ourselves think biblically about it. So, you know, we're 11 days until the next election, and the second debate was last night, and everyone's thinking about, you know, who's going to be the next president of the United States, and I don't know if you watched... The debate, but it probably had us all a little bit nervous going, man, what if the wrong guy is put in office and what if he's like this and what if he doesn't care about this and what if he messes this up? You know, what will happen to my family? What will happen to my money? What will he do with our church? All kinds of fears and what ifs come into our mind. And that's compounding the problem because 2020 has already had a bunch of what ifs, a bunch of scary things. And that's the thing we want to talk about today is dealing with anxiety dealing with anxiety because I can't think of one thing more important to talk about right now as far as a problem, as far as something we're all dealing with and the topic of anxiety because you take all the things we're dealing with in 2020, they all conclude by making us a little nervous and anxious and worried about what's to come. And it kind of started back in March when the coronavirus came and we were told to you know shut it down, stay at home. And uh, if this thing spreads, it's going to be really bad. So we all obeyed and we stayed home for a while. And then we all got anxious and we all started to question, is this really the best strategy? And and so we came out of our homes and, and we started living our life again. But then, you know, the economy was struggling and then we got anxious by that. And then the racial injustice started and that made us anxious. And the election was nearing and that was making us anxious. And then the forest fires started. And if you were near that, that made you anxious. And that's the problem today that I'm seeing a lot of anxiety. I'm seeing it in my heart and I'm seeing it around the world and even in Christian circles quite a bit that a lot of people are confessing to me that they're struggling with anxiety and I think it's just something we need to look at today. And there's a lot of different angles I could look at to help us understand this topic, but there's just one little thing. There's one nugget of treasure found in Matthew chapter 6 that I think is really the most profound thing I can tell anyone about dealing with anxiety because in Matthew 6, Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount, brings up the topic of anxiety. And it's one of the most classic passages dealing with anxiety. In verse 25 of Matthew 6, he begins by saying, Therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? He goes on to mention how he takes care of all the birds that exist in the world. He takes care of the fields and clothes the grass with beautiful flowers. And his his reasons in saying that is so that we understand that those things are less significant than us and the Lord never loses sight of them. So if he doesn't lose sight of the less 
significant. He's certainly not going to lose sight of the more significant, which is what we are. As men and women, we are the apple of God's eye. We were the best thing he created. And we know that because when we were in a bad situation, Jesus Christ stepped off his throne in heaven, came to the earth, served us, taught us, and died for us because we were so important to him. And Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount is, is, is reiterating that, saying, listen, this is how much you matter to God. He's not going to lose sight of you. And he could have put a period right at the end of that and said, Look, see, because you're more valuable than the birds and you're more valuable than the grass, and I take care of all of those things, period. And we would go, okay, I just need to remember that I, I matter more to God. And that is a good thing to remember. That's a really good thing to remember. But I don't think it's the most important thing to remember because Jesus doesn't end his sermon with that. He ends the sermon with a very famous verse in verse 33 that if you haven't yet, you need to memorize because it, it really is the perspective we need to dealing with anxiety. He says in verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Do you notice that? He doesn't say the way to deal with anxiety is to cover all the bases, to make sure you never have want to make sure you're always secure, to make sure you are always avoiding germs and always avoiding financial hardship. The way to not worry is to be responsible for taking care of everything in your life. No, that's not what he says. He says quite the opposite. He says, seek first the kingdom of God, or we can say it this way, seek what matters to God and his righteousness. And everything will be added unto you. Everything will be given to you that you need in order to do that one job. And the more I've thought about this, the more I realize this is exactly the key to battling anxiety because the world does the opposite. The world pursues the things that matter in the world. So right now, there's nothing more important than the coronavirus and the coming election. I mean, if you watch the news, that's what you would assume. Those are the two most important things in the world, I was listening to a talk show, a little bit of a talk show on the radio the other day, and the guy was talking about the government and what government should be and what government was meant to be. And, and it sounded like this man thought, this is the most important thing I can tell people, is what government should look like, what the role of government should be in our lives. And, and I, was thought, I thought about that as I listened to that, going, man, that's a little sad, because even this man said, you know, America's not even 250 years old. And I know we know that, but the more you think about that, you're going, man, that is that is not very old. I mean, anyone who's in their hundreds right now, if anyone's 100 years old, they're almost half as old as America is. That's how young America is. And the point in saying that is that, you know, we, we kind of came out of nowhere. For a long, long time, we didn't exist, and now we're the most powerful, mighty nation in the world. And it's just true that sometimes nations rise and sometimes nations fall. And maybe that's what's making us nervous about 2020 is we're wondering, is is America on the brink of something bad? You know, are we going to lose our power and our money and our influence and our protection based on all the, all the things in our life that are being fickle and fragile and threatened? But Jesus, when he's speaking to his disciples, to his hearers, he said, I don't want you to pursue those things. You know, there's nothing wrong with being patriotic. There's nothing wrong with desiring the right candidate and praying for your country and th being thankful for the freedoms you have. That's not wrong. Jesus is just basically telling us it's not good enough. 
there's something better. There's an entire kingdom that is better than the kingdom of America or whatever nation you live in. Because the kingdom we live in upon this earth, and we can call America a kingdom, even though we don't call it one, it actually is. We have a ruler, you know, we, we have a nation, we have a government, and the kingdom of America is, is not eternal. We know that because it's only 250 years old, not even, and every nation is temporary because the world is temporary. And so that, that should prove a few things to us that A, it doesn't matter as much as the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God is eternal and the kingdom of America is temporary. And that, that's a big detail. That's not a small detail. If one is permanent and eternal and always was, always is, and always will be, you can immediately tell that whatever desire and passion and energy you give towards the temporary kingdom, you should probably give 10 or 30 or 100 times more zeal and passion and discipline to the kingdom that you belong to, because that's what Christians say. We belong to that kingdom. We should give so much more energy and zeal to that kingdom than we do the kingdom of earth. And it's not just logic. It's, it's actually a help with dealing with anxiety. Second of all, Whatever candidate we, 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 uh, we vote in here in the next week or so is going to be in term for four years at most, unless something happens. And then we'll vote somebody in and they can maybe get a second term, but that's the most. That's the most they'll get. And so even if we have a really bad president for the next four years, we'll have another chance to hire and elect someone else in the next four years. But the candidate, if we can call him that, in the nuke in that eternal kingdom is the Lord Jesus Christ. And and two things, he's he's perfectly righteous. There is no better candidate. You can't find a better candidate than him because he's perfectly righteous. He always does what is best. He always is as he should be. He always looks out for the best possible things. He's never ever corrupted. He's never ever selfish. He never ever takes a day off. He never ever loses sight of the people. And he's perfect. And and we have that candidate right now. And the second cool thing is he will always be the candidate. He will never be up for re-election. There will never ever be any need for anyone else to step in the place because we have the perfect one. And by his very nature, he's eternal. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and he always will be that. And so there's two contrasts. The kingdom of America is temporary. The kingdom of heaven is eternal. The candidate right now, whichever one we choose here in 10 days or 11 days, is going to be fallible and sinful and corruptible and greedy and selfish at times and lazy at times and dropping the ball at times and distracted at times. And there's another contrast. The king of the king, the kingdom of heaven cannot be corrupted, can never drop the ball. He's always perfect in everything he does. And that's two really big contrasts that we need to understand about the kingdom of heaven because we're pursuing, if we're pursuing the things of the earth, most of all, we're pursuing the wrong kingdom. And I believe Jesus is telling us today that if we're, if we're focused on the wrong things, then we're going to be anxious because we're looking at a fallible kingdom with a fallible king and everything is fickle, everything is fragile, and the word of God just declares it. And even if you can't figure that out logically by looking around, the word of God says, listen, it's temporary. It's sinful. It's not permanent. Okay? The kingdom that you should matter the most, that should matter the most in your heart is the kingdom of heaven because it's it's where you came from. It's what you were born of. It's where you're going. And it's eternal. And the king is perfect. 
So the reason that you're anxious is because you're actually seeking for the ideal kingdom where it cannot be found. You're asking that the kingdom of America would be ideal and perfect. And when it's not, you're getting very frustrated. Because we can lose our jobs, we can get a disease, we can have the stock market crash, our government can be corrupted, and a country can attack us. But in the kingdom of heaven, that can't happen. None of that can happen. And so what Jesus is doing is he's trying to elevate our thoughts to something better. And by doing that, he's getting us to focus on the fact that, A, number one, life on this earth is fragile, and it will always be that way until the end. So no matter how much you try to secure your life and how great you try to make your life, it's not permanent and one day you're going to lose things. You're going to lose loved ones, you're going to lose your health, you're going to lose your money. Even if you keep it until the end of your life, even by dying, you're going to lose everything. And he says the reason you're frustrated, the reason you're anxious about life is because you're pursuing the wrong kingdom. You're focused on the thing that is, that is bad and fallible and corruptible. And he says, no, what you need to do is take your mind and set it on a higher, greater, more eternal kingdom. And by doing that, the things of this earth will be put in their proper perspective. And you'll actually start to think things like, well, wait a minute, I'm not permanent on this earth. I'm going to die. I'm going to leave this earth. But thankfully, I have, a, I have an eternal dwelling place. I have an eternal life waiting for me. So, okay, if I get the disease, it's not great, but it's not the end of my chapter. It's not the worst thing possible. Okay, if I lose my job... Again, it's not great, but if I focus on my eternal wealth and I'm secure in Christ, then, you know, losing my job isn't the end of the world. Uh, if I lose a loved one or if, if, if the government goes like this or even if the worst case scenario happens and America goes kaput and someone takes us over and something really bad happens, we're still secure in the other kingdom. And I've said this before as an illustration, but imagine if you had two bank accounts, okay, and these two bank accounts were very different. In the one bank account, it was just a few hundred dollars. Okay, and it's in a really easy place to get to. People try to steal from it all the time, and it's not very secure. It's just a few hundred dollars, and every single day someone's trying to steal your money. Now, if that was your only bank account, you'd be worried, and you probably should be anxious because that's all you got. And if someone takes your hundreds of dollars, you're, you're, you're broke, you have nothing left. So you would want to secure that money no matter what it took. But let's say in this scenario you have another bank account. And this other bank account is in the trillions of dollars. I'm just using an absorbent amount of money so we understand what kind of contrast there is. And this other bank account is trillions of dollars. And not only that, but it's, it's offshore. It's kept somewhere incredibly secure. The most secure bank you could ever find that no one's ever been able to break into. And it's in the trillions. And so you have these two bank accounts. One is an exorbitant amount of money, and it's just a ton of money. And the other one's just a few hundred dollars. And the one that's a few hundred dollars is very insecure. And the one that's trillions of dollars is very secure. If that was true, do you think you'd be that worried if your hundreds of dollars one day got stolen? If someone got broken and they got your hundreds of dollars, your 600 bucks and made away with it and you lost all that money? Now, you would if that was your only bank account. And I think that's why the world acts the way they do with all the anxiety because that's all they got. You know, if I lose my job, if I lose my life, if I lose my money, I don't have anything else. So this stuff is pretty important to me. And that's what should separate us from the world. We're Christians and therefore we have a kingdom of heaven that by faith in Jesus Christ, we are secure in. And the scripture actually calls us citizens of heaven. And so if we have another bank account that's in the trillions, that's incredibly secure and someone steals our hundreds... It's not a fantastic piece of news if that we hear that, but 
it's really not that big a deal. When you have the perspective of your other bank account that's in the trillions, that's completely secure. And that's what Jesus is trying to unlock for us today, to say the reason you're so anxious is because you think the devil or whatever, your bad perspective has allowed you to think that the stuff on the earth is the most important stuff. And Jesus is going, no, no, that's why you're anxious. Seek first, seek primary with your most energy and zeal and discipline, the kingdom of God. Make sure that is in the right proper place, that all your treasures are secure in Christ, that you are secure in Christ, that you are going to be confident on judgment day, that you have an eternal dwelling in the heavens. Because if you do, what happens in your much smaller bank account doesn't matter as much then. And that smaller bank account has been guaranteed one day it's going to leave you. So you put all that together to say that small bank account is small, it's insecure, and it's been guaranteed that one day I'm, I'm going to lose it. But I have an eternal bank account. It's in the trillions. It's secure. It's never going away. I'm taking it with me to the kingdom of God, and I'll never lose it. It'll never fade. It will never lose its value. And that's what Jesus is trying to unlock for us, to say, listen, the reason you're anxious today is because your perspective and your focus is wrong. It's not wrong to be patriotic. But the most patriotism, the most love you should have is for the greater kingdom. And I hear more, even from Christians, about America than I do about heaven. I hear more about the president or the coming candidate and the debates, and maybe you do online as well or whatever you're hearing people talk about, than the kingdom of heaven, the thing that matters the most. We're talking about our hundreds of dollars, our really bad, poor bank account versus the one that's secure in the heavens. And Jesus is unlocking something for us today, saying that right there is why you're so anxious. If you understood how much I loved you, if you understood that I died for you, if you understood that I took care of you, if you understood that you're secure in heaven and your bank account can never be stolen, and if you understand that even your bank account on this earth I'm watching out for. So even the bank account that is in the hundreds still can't be stolen unless it's part of God's will. If you put all those things together in one equation, you come out to one simple thought. It's going to be okay. I am secure. I am at peace. God loves me. God is watching out for me. I don't have to be anxious. Even if the wrong candidate gets into the president's chair in 10 days, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because I am secure in Christ. That is what allows us to sleep at night. That is what allows us to have peace through our days. That is what allows us to look past the storm into our secure dwelling place and say, even if everything here gets really, really bad, it's still going to be okay with me because I know the king and the candidate of the kingdom of heaven is not only my king, he is my savior. And even right now, he's taking care of all of my earthly needs. Guys, don't be more in love with your nation than you are with the kingdom of heaven. And if you are, you're guaranteed one day to be full of anxiety, and you're also guaranteed to lose that earthly kingdom. It's going to happen. But if you transfer your zeal and your energy and your love to the greater lasting kingdom, your peace 
will be there. Your security will flood your heart and your soul. And you will understand and have the proper perspective that life on earth is fragile, but my life in heaven is not. And God loves me and he's taking care for me, care of me. And anything that happens to me in this world is a part of his plan. And he's promised me that my soul is secure with him in heaven and I don't have to worry. And I believe that's what Jesus is trying to give us today. And guys, if you will sink your teeth into that, it is the answer for anxiety. No matter what it is, matter it's your life or your health or your family or your finances or the country and the state of the government, no matter what it is, the kingdom of God is the solution. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. You will have everything you need and everything will be taken care of and secured by the God of the universe. And you don't have to worry about anything. That's God's problem. If you will seek his righteousness, he will take care of everything else. And you're already secure in Christ. If you have faith in him and are following him and obeying him today, I hope that's a help to you. Don't be anxious. Don't be filled with, with nerves and worry about what's around the corner because 2020, they're, tell, they're telling you the coronavirus numbers are going up and the election's 11 days away and it's going to be a dark winter and all kinds of scary things are being said and you're going, no, no. I am secure in Christ. I am going to be focused on the kingdom of heaven and when I do, I will have the proper perspective about this small bank account here on earth that doesn't matter, that's not going to last, that's in the hundreds because I have one that's secure in heaven by God, it's in the trillions, and it will never, ever be taken from me. I hope that's a help to you. Thanks for tuning in. We'll do this for a few weeks in a row, dealing with 2020. Many blessings to you. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.